Um, let's go ahead and talk about which one do you want to go with? Cleveland, Baltimore, heads of this division, guys that we definitely think are going to be the, the new stalwarts at the top of this division for years to come, I believe. True. Uh, I, we can go with Cleveland. Cleveland? Yeah. All right. There's multiple questions that a, a lot of people have with this team. But I think the biggest question is, is was 2020 a fluke or is this truly a new era of Cleveland football? Uh, great question. Um, I believe it's a new era, finally. I, I mean, this team was historically a great franchise yeah. in the first place. I've gotten to kind of see the tail end of what uh, the little flash that they of comp- competitiveness that they had going in the 80s. And, and now, really now, it's been kind of a drought since then. It's just kind of been a doormat since then overall. But um, I, I think this team is legit, man. It, yeah. it, I mean, it took a lot of coaches and a lot of coaching <laughs> staffs and a lot of coordinators and a lot of, oh, my God, and that head coach and this person and this, you know, uh, did, that having the team. QB coach combination. team leaves <laughs> Cleveland. The, 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 oh. the other team goes to Baltimore. Yeah. Then we're going to reinstall and re- refuse another Cleveland team. Browns back. The Browns come back to Cleveland. I've seen all I mean, it's just been a weird franchise, <laughs> uh, you know, overall. But I've always wanted to see them win, you know. Yeah. So – Getting a lot of buzz, but I'm like, man, they came up in the wrong NFL era for me, you know, because <laughs> this is button heads with Kansas City Chiefs right now. You know, it's mm. it's the most interesting because I'm like, wow, in the AFC, I'm like, this would be all that other team I've been waiting to see. And these these these, these drought teams, yeah. these drought franchises are now starting to show at least, at least right now in the last few years a little bit more life. And they were, you know, and they're, man, they're here. They, they're at the end. These are, you know, five top five in the AFC, you know, and some of yeah. these teams that have not won, you know, historically have not won in ages, you know? So I think they're legit. I just, they, they're just on a collision course with like Kansas city right now. And it's like, and then you sprinkle in some of these other teams, like and, and which we will be talking about Baltimore, you know, in a Buffalo, just as an example, Yeah, man, man it's, that's just the AFC. We're not even talking about the NFC, which we already discussed yeah. off and on throughout the last week, few weeks. So it's a good time in your life to be an NFL fan. Oh God. <laughs> oh, yes. God. I mean, can they really outside of a Houston matchup? Can they really prepare you up with a really a bad game? Technically, even if he was just given these are the two games, we don't have anything else for you. I think you'll watch it and enjoy it and appreciate it for whatever it was worth. You know, I think every team, like you said, outside of Houston right now <laughs> has something to look forward to this season, yeah. something to truly latch on to and watch. Um, and Cleveland's got a lot of it. Cleveland's got a lot to, to enjoy this year. <laughs> Man, do they? <laughs> this is I. let's take quarterbacks out of it. Cleveland just might have the most complete team in the NFL. I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, they even, man, the team even has a starting fullback. I mean, <laughs> they are. You talk about somebody dedicated to the run. That's dedication. When you go uh, and you have an active fullback as your starter. So, uh, moving on. Go ahead. I, I, that was, I digress. I was, <laughs> I mean, let's just go through let's some oh. of their additions and subtractions. I oh. was wrong. They don't have Olivier Vernon. They did lose him. They also lost Sheldon Richardson and Larry Ogunjobi. So, 
and still offensive good. line and pass rush. They did lose quite a bit of actual key guys, I think, to to their their pass rush here, and not offensive line, defensive line rather. Mm-hmm. Um, but they did end up going out and adding guys like Tack McKinley, Jadavion Clowney. They mm-hmm. ended up with John Johnson, and then they oh, their draft. Greg Newsom, wide receiver, I think is huge. And then Jeremiah Usukoramora, you call him JOK because you can't say his last name. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> those two guys, massive additions to me. I, I think JOK is going to be a game wrecker this year. I think he's going to come in because he doesn't not he does not have to worry about being the star of this defense. He just has to make sure that he plays his role in this defense because they don't have too many holes behind him. DB wise, they they definitely have shored that up, especially with going out and getting John Johnson. Mm-hmm. And then defensive line wise, he doesn't really have to worry about being the game wrecking pass rush. You've got guys like Miles Garrett and and Tack McKinley and Jadavion Clowney. So right. he just has to play his role, just do his job. Where whether he's playing man zone doesn't doesn't matter. It pass rush QB contain. Whatever he's doing, all he has to do is focus on that one job every single play and trust his other teammates right. to just get to their spots and, and to make the play. So he, he's, for a rookie, he's got a real good op- opportunity to become defensive rookie of the year. He, you, you have to find a team that gives them the opportunity to start, play in their role, and become a star in their role, but also has enough pieces around them so that they don't have to play hero ball. Right. Did you happen to even mention cornerback Troy Hill? I did not. Man, and that's another big offseason signing. So, I mean, their their defense is scary. (laughs) Scary good. Like, man, yes. So, yeah. I ain't trying to over here trying to you know man crush on this Cleveland Browns team, but I mean they are sneaky, sneaky sexy good. You know, looking you know they just man, it, it's 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 generating the energy and a buzz that's just that you have not seen, and you are literally seeing one of the Titans fall, which would be Pittsburgh. Yeah, and Cleveland. And it was up. at their it was at Cleveland's hand that literally. they fell. They literally. beat them in week seventeen, and then came back the very next week in absolutely dominated this team and now the question absolutely right which <laughs> leaves the question going into this year do they date do they take a further step and now challenge baltimore or do they just become the runner-up guys and they you know and that's what i'm saying and i will even say if you even go past the 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 wild card game go into the division around i know you don't like hearing this but <laughs> when even leading up to uh Patrick Mahomes injury where he leaves the game and, and he's out for the rest of the game and Chad Henney takes over and, and, and honestly won the game for Kansas city with, with his play out beyond that, that pick. Mm-hmm. Um, but even up, up until that point outside of the reach for it, fumble that should, that, that rule is stupid. If it fumble out of the back of the end zone, it should not be a touchback for the defense. That is insane. <laughs> that is the, one of it's up there with the, the with the catch rule from from your <laughs> it's just it's dumb but that's, we'll have a different show about changing some of these nfl rules Tuck rule. 
God, but we'll we'll get to that later. Yeah. But outside of that play, and everything surrounding Cleveland that game though was fantastic. They were in that game, and they to a degree were controlling it, and it was they were making life real tough for Kansas City in that game. And granted, they did st- at the time, even at that time, they had a lot of offensive line injuries. But man, they were really wrecking that game for Kansas City. They were getting after mm-hmm. after Patrick Mahomes, making life hard. They were they were locking up on Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey, not letting those guys run rampant. And Clyde Edwards Elair, to me, he's not what everybody else thinks that he's supposed to be. It's just he's he's a guy. And I think he can take that next step. It's gonna take some time now. So I, I, well, I don't. This is not a Kansas City take. Yeah. I think he's getting a bum rep, <laughs> oh. based on <clears throat> the misdirection as to his how he was projected, what he was projected to be coming into when they drafted him versus COVID hit. Damian mm-hmm. Williams opts out. Now all of a sudden he's the starter, yeah. a rookie starter. And they kind of he kind of got thrusted into the t- into the offense and being utilized, not in the way that they intended to use him specifically. It's just the kind of like, okay, he's the best option. We're going to try to throw him out there first, but we're kind of blending Daryl Williams, yeah. and then we are bringing Daryl Williams Leon is a Bell. mess. <laughs> like, yeah. He is not Damian Williams. No, not Damian at all. Williams. And I mean, and he's, and you know, then they had Darwin, and then Darwin is kind of falling off in the yeah. depth chart. So I, I just but, think that CEH yeah. specifically, but going he, back to yeah, with that game, he was really hung up with the with the rush that was happening he really could not there was no cut to make and that was because cleveland or even last year had such a stout defense mm-hmm. that that they that the offense was able to respond off of and that's why they were able to run the ball so much and take a lot of pressure off of uh, off of um baker and allow them to run the ball and become a run first offense i mean the offense and i mean I mean, and the offensive line was beginning and constantly chipping away all mm-hmm. the way to the Super Bowl. So yeah, I, no, that was, there was the a other team big thing. Yeah, sneak them and it could have been them. It was it was going to be Cleveland because I mean, Tampa Bay didn't sneak and take the championship. It was just really last man standing. Yeah, but that it was just but yeah, they got first crack at this. You know, going into the playoffs, and yeah, they had them right there. They they had them on the ropes. They just needed to just finish, and they and I think point. it was a, a a combination of obviously they they did they, even with the offensive line injuries they did not have the same level of talent as Kansas City last year, but also they didn't have a lot of that veteran kind of leadership to be able to calm everybody down. Say, right. hey, we're in this thing. That we're we're not behind. Like we are we're we can still control the game. We can still control the narrative at the end of the day here. We just need to play within our scheme, play our game. And also big props to I think Kevin Stefanski who did he end up winning coach of the year last year? Uh, that's a good question. If he didn't, he should have, because he was one of the best. He was, to me, the best coach last year in taking what what deficiencies that they did have in deflecting that because they were able to really play mm-hmm. off of their strengths in the run game offensively and really go ahead and just attack and, and let the defense continue to tee off on quarterbacks because they 
were so stout in making sure that they built the lead and got out ahead of of some of the issues um, that that could have arrived. Um, I thought it was Buffalo's coach, but I mean, I could be. Oh, wrong. Sean McDermott might have won it. And that's true. One and not to take that away, Sean McDermott, he was fantastic <laughs> last year as well. But it's Kevin Stefanski also uh, that that could have been a co co coach of the year type thing that the NBA did uh, this year. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the only other question that we have to address with Cleveland, Kevin Stefanski, yeah, oh, he did win it. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, right. <laughs> the only other question we have to address is the. The glaring offensive question. OBJ is back. Mm. How does that affect this offense? Because he obviously went down last year with the ACL tear. And once he did go down, quote unquote, uh, the Browns offense got better. Mm. I'm going to just say this right now. I don't agree with that statement. And I'll get into that in a second. But I want to see what you have to say. Um. I don't think he's bad for the Browns. I just don't know if he's a good fit uh, with their scheme. Um, whatever, however Odell feels free, how he feels that free to express his, his talents mm-hmm. within the offense versus what Cleveland is trying to do. Because Cleveland is coming with a very balanced attack mm-hmm. of, of you know pass and run, and um, and they're very dedicated to that. And with that, I don't know if an OBJ. I'm not saying he's still that guy. We we knew in, in New York. I, I mean, is he a prima donna? He may not even been a prima donna necessarily in, in New York. He may just have gotten a bad rep. Yeah. However, he's been very humbled and humble and very, you know, he's quiet. He, he's not saying him on, on social media. He's yeah. not on Instagram. He's not, not, you know, he's not, he, you know, you're not hearing anything. He's jumping up on popping up on sports center or Fox sports one or anything or seeing him on YouTube. You know, he's just keep he's been being low key. He's you know whether he's you know rehabbing his injuries or just he's just focused on football. And we have yet to see that breakout in Cleveland. So it just is kind of you know on paper it just got you like you know man this could be that year because maybe teams you know defenses back off him a little bit you know maybe not respect them as much and all of mm-hmm. a sudden he explodes and you still can't you know forget about one B over there. Travis Landry. Landry, you know, to, to miss the Odell Beckham's 1A. You know, it's just like they're both number ones, you know. And now, you know, DPJ is going to step up. Now he's going to be that number three guy. So I'm kind of interested in, okay, is he going to be a active number three or are you just a number three on paper? You yeah. Know? And do they, you know, do the passing game take that next step? Do they continue? He should bring back Antonio Callaway. I'm just saying. <laughs> 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 you know, and getting down to the deep, you know, yeah. And, and but, but Rashard Higgins is supposed to make that jump now, you know, and we shall see, you yeah. know, you know, right around with Anthony Schwartz. So it's just, you know, is these other guys going to make that jump or are they just going to be some guys that's just on the roster, you, yeah. know, you know, and we'll see you on special teams. But I, but you, 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 man, Austin Hooper, you know, still they, they brought him back, Jay, um, David and, and Jaku, you know, and I'm like, okay, I thought he was, I, for sure, thought he was gone. Yeah, I thought he would have left. I thought he actually left. And I, I mean, like, I mean, like he was gone, gone. Yeah. And then they brought, they re-signed him. I'm like, okay, okay, <laughs> you know, is this going to be his breakout year? You know, is this going to be the year he stays healthy? He like, needs to. God. I mean, man, I, I'll be happy with eight games if you give me eight solid games. Oh, yeah, I, I, I'm laughing, but I agree. <laughs> you know, because this point, if you bring him back, I'm like, man, just give me if you give me half the season. Yeah, even. 
you know, thank you. Because, yeah. you know, the guy, I mean, how does he play? Four games in the last three seasons? I mean, like, Not enough. That, always, that's all I know. Right. It's like I if keep freaking drafting him thinking he's going to do something for me I, every I, single I time. I learned a long <laughs> week years ago. Something was just some, some, some sixth sense to stay away from him. You know, God. just. It, he's it, so good. Again. Yeah. But I but get to make the statement again. If Best this, ability is availability. And if this team, <laughs> yes, taking all of that <laughs> that availability, and if all that hits this year, I'm afraid for Kansas City. Yeah. Just with this team alone. I I'm afraid for the it. NFL. God. Yeah. <laughs> because we have been seeing drought teams across the land, you know, Tampa Bay, which is winning two out of the, you know, ever in the yeah. last two and 25 years, of, you know, they're, you know, they're, you know, being in the NFL, you know, the Kansas City Chiefs winning for the first time in 50 years, the Milwaukee Bucks winning for the first time in 50 yeah. years, the Chicago Cubs winning for the first time since 10,130 years, years. <laughs> <laughs> 10,000 centuries, you know, ago, you know, just, uh, it's just been a, it has been a dream run just for, if, yeah. you, if you like that kind of, you have that kind of historical nostalgia. But and it, they just kind of hit on the teams that I liked. So, and generally speaking, I mean, I'm not a Bucks fan, but yeah. I'm not eh, a Bucks no, hater either. You know, <laughs> eh, you know, it, it is man. They're close to Chicago, but <laughs> no Chicago. You know, yeah, no, it's really not. Yeah. Uh, for everybody saying there is so much to do in Milwaukee, shut up. It's, it's yeah, drive nothing. through it. <laughs> <laughs> so much to do. Go to Canada. <laughs> <laughs> Run the red light. <laughs> just keep going. Don't do that if you're black. There's a lot of cops out there. Uh, <laughs> Not if I get past the state line first. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, <laughs> just for the Illinois state troopers to, <laughs> to pull it right over to the side. Jay, and mm. to to what you were saying earlier, I don't believe this whole OBJ's a prima donna narrative that's happening and and the only reason why it frustrates me is specifically because obj hasn't said anything in cleveland outside of year one it's either year one or year two with um freddie kitchens okay outside of that year he hasn't said anything about being frustrated that was year one he hasn't said anything about being frustrated about being in Cleveland. And the only reason why he was frustrated, I believe, that year, I don't think he has an issue based off of the last two seasons mm-hmm. with I I don't think he has any sort of an issue with no, that had to be year two because uh year one was um black coach. Mm. Can't remember his name. Uh so year two, he had an issue because they were losing, but they were losing in a way that it just, when you're losing games, that's one thing. But when you're losing games and you're not getting the ball, that's another thing. They weren't scheming him any sort of play when he, when, when he was in the game. And I understand that a lot of times people feel like they're, they need to force the ball to the quote unquote number one. You are paying him a lot of money uh, mm-hmm. and he does need to have higher production uh, for the amount of money being paid. But at the end of the day, Hugh Jackson, Hugh Jackson. Thank you. <laughs> really was really messing with me. Oh, no, no, um, I, <laughs> I, I don't think he has an issue at all, not getting the ball or playing within the offense when you're winning. He's not said any words about anything 
when they when he's getting the ball and they're winning games or when he's not getting the ball and they're winning games. Mm-hmm. I think he truly only cares about winning football and at this point. I think he's really locked in on going for a championship. And I think he saw it a few years ago with Baker where hey, I do have the ability with this offense and and what this team is building to eventually we we just got to put together a couple of good off seasons and boom, we'll be right knocking on the doorstep. And I think he saw that, and I and I think that's the reason why he didn't make too much of a fuss after Freddie Freddie Kitchens got fired, mm-hmm. because Freddie Kitchens' offense, his whole scheme. I, I don't know if we all remember this from two years ago. That was god awful. That team sucked, and it wasn't because the personnel was bad. It's literally the exact same team mm-hmm. as last year. the The same team that beat Pittsburgh twice was the same team that played that horrible the year before. Freddie mm-hmm. Kitchens is that bad of a head coach. <laughs> you have been on record many times with that. <clears throat> and you could just see it. Kevin Stavansky comes in with an actual offensive scheme, an actual plan for for Baker Mayfield, an actual plan to run the ball, be a run-first offense, and let Baker field general the game. Mm-hmm. Go out. Just play within your within your game, make your reads, and you will be just fine. And even losing your number one wide receiver in OBJ, mm-hmm. they still went out there and almost, for the most part, dominated the league and took over a whole narrative and really became the, the talk of the NFL for a couple of months there towards the end. Right. So... I have, I have, I think there's not going to be any, there's not going to be any lip service out of um, OBJ coming back this season. I don't believe if they, if he's, if they're playing within the offense, they're playing their scheme. Kevin Stefanski is doing his thing. And by the way, I don't have any doubt Kevin Stefanski isn't going to have a, a sheet that he can turn to mm-hmm. for sc- scheme plays to get OBJ open and get him the ball. When he feels like, oh, okay, we, we really need to get him involved in the offense. We really need to get him going. Mm-hmm. Every coach has that playbook of, oh, here's, these are my skill guys. These are the guys that are that are my difference makers here. Mm-hmm. Let me get, let me run, let's run this play. Let's get him the ball. Let's get him going. The, they, every single NFL head coach has that, that, that sheet, that sheet of plays. <laughs> right. And this is a two talent, too, too talented of a bunch not to be able to, um, now, when we talk about contender, they're a contender for a title. Yeah, that's it's without question con- contender here, and and that's with the caveat that they're not even the favorites to win the division. No, and I mean that's <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It's scary good. Now, if they win it, don't don't trust me. I'm not I'm not too super surprised. However, I think they're gonna be a, like a game off pace. But yeah. you know, and and that's not saying anything that they're right there. That this is your you know, your Bears Packer type, you yeah. know, scenario that you got going on here. So um yeah, uh I, I don't know what else you want to say about Cleveland outside of yeah, I I I got the, I got them slated slated very high this year. Yeah. And we'll we'll get into some yeah. some schedule looking ahead. Um let's talk about the former Cleveland team. Um <laughs> exactly <laughs> Baltimore Ravens here. Um couple of questions 
I mean, so let's let's give Baltimore their props from last season. I don't I don't know if we've talked about it yet, hmm. but they got their first win with Lamar Jackson at the at the helm with in, in the playoffs. And I think it was it, it was a solid game. They were playing a, a, actually a very good Indianapolis team to get that win. True. And they <sighs> were very very close in beating Buffalo. That was a very tough game. Yeah. So I I think we really need to give them their pops. I I I think Lamar Jackson has taken that next step to becoming not a pocket passer, but a guy who truly can command the offense, throw the ball, and be an efficient athlete on the field. Um. So with with that playoff win under his belt, finally after three seasons. The next question is: Is can Lamar in this in this entire team take that final step into true into becoming true contenders? Because these last, to me, the last three seasons they they've been frauds to me. Hmm. And I, and that's not to say that they didn't have a chance at winning these games. It's just they the last three seasons to me have been what. Pittsburgh was last year. Okay. They're winning a lot of games very ugly. And when it comes down to it, when you need a big play outside of Lamar Jackson's home stretch, he definitely did step up. And I think that they, he's kind of, he's, he's broken that narrative. Finally going down the stretch when there's a lot of pressure on him, he's finally come up and made the plays that needed to be made, especially when your only wide receiver is Hollywood Brown, mm-hmm. Lamar Jackson has, he himself has broken that narrative. The he rest broke, of Baltimore, I don't know yet. Yeah, and that's the problem. He broken one narrative, but left a lot of other, mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of other stories and narratives that's just sitting out there. That it does not necessarily put it in, put it into the question. Is this the is this the guy you know? Is this the franchise guy that that you want for your franchise for the next seven ten years? Is this the guy that is capable of being yeah. the guy that that's that's gonna be able to lead your franchise for the next seven to ten seasons? Because it just <clears throat> it was kind of a man. It was a kind of a win lose type of scenario. Like there were some pros and cons that came out of that. And yes, he. Definitely is the talent that he can do it if, if put in a situation, the possibility that he can pull a situation out and make the right reads, make, you know, um, you know, taking an option and, you know, and putting the ball in his own hand and taking off and running and extending plays, getting out of bounds, you know, whatever the case, just, you know, the good clock management. That's all fine and dandy. But at the end of the day, if you're going to protect your asset, you know, like anyone else, that you're going to have to get some, um, some pieces and some talent around this guy. And I, you know, as we were out there and get into, I'm they definitely tried to address that, that, that passing game. Cause it was putrid last year, you know, yeah. um, not to say, you know, we could definitely say, you know, and, um, and, and as, as well as their running game was, is stabilized, you know, Mark Ingram was being phased out. Uh, JK Dobbins is ready to make that, 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 that step up. Gus Edwards is your, your kind of your utility guy that mm-hmm. that kind of keeps things in place. Justice Hill is still there, so if nothing else, I mean, just his his veteran leadership over there, um, 
could he be that change of pace guy as a third person and might finally may hit that turn? Possibly. But with that being said, you know, and of course you got to, you know, your, your, your Mark Andrews and Nick Boyles at, at the tight end. So it, and they have a stout offensive line. So yeah. it's, I'll, I'll, I'm only wanted to set that up for you. You can go deeper into this offense and for filmmaking this, you know, another one of these Super Bowl, you know, um, challenges right here. That's, you know, a complete a legit Super Bowl contender this year. Yeah. To me, it, let me address that first. AFC wise, mm-hmm. AFC contenders, I think it go like power rankings. Right? Uh, I don't want to say it that way. Um, Guys that are going to really challenge Kansas City. Yeah. I think that there's two tiers. And I think that the that Baltimore is at the bottom of tier one. I think <laughs> tier one at Kansas City Challengers is going to be your Buffalo, Cleveland, Baltimore. And then your next wave is teams like Indianapolis. Tennessee. Tennessee. <clears throat> Miami type type challengers mm. and they're really fighting with Tennessee there that that, that could be flip flopped Tennessee's at the top of tier two and Baltimore's Tennis- at the bottom of I tier one would, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of getting I'm, I'm, I'm picking up traction on Tennessee I, yeah. I, I'm going a little higher with Tennessee this year I think they're more of a threat than I think they made that turn. They 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 okay. kind of was managing, and I remember I was saying I don't know what direction they're really going in. I think they're going trending back up now, even and they I didn't mean, fall like, very far. I do. I from my initial rankings of them until now, especially with the Julio Jones pickup, that definitely puts them up on an, on another level for me. But I, I still I have questions, and I have to see this team for real. Mm. Um, I'm gonna get a good look this. This this off season at the, or the this week at their depth as they're going to be playing Chicago in right. the preseason, but I'm not expecting them to play any of the starters. So it's really to look like I said at their depth and, and who they have outside of their starters. Um, but oh, yeah. back to Baltimore here. Yes, I just think that they they're at the like I said I feel like they're at the bottom of that tier one echelon of being able to challenge Kansas City for the for the title this year, uh, AFC wise, um, and. The reason for that, really, I mean, it's not that they did not improve. It's that are their improvements enough to keep pace with the improvements of everybody else in the AFC? Right. And I just, I feel like if you're looking at teams that got better this offseason, they got better, but not at the same clip as the other teams. I think that they, they did not make as big of moves as they could have. I mean, I know that they were in contention to try to go get Julio Jones, Antonio Brown, uh, and uh, who was the other wide receiver? Kenny Galladay. Mm-hmm. Um, I know, and, and, and Juju for that matter. Uh, yes. They were in contention for all of those guys. They got none of them. And you went with the consolation of a Sammy Watkins in free agency. I'm not high on Sammy Watkins. I'm going to be just completely <laughs> blunt and honest with everybody here. Sammy Watkins does not not that he doesn't move the needle. I think he does bring good depth to their their receiving core. 
but added with a Bateman, yeah, yeah, and and I think Rashad Bateman. My only issue is that I would have wished that he would have went to a team that already has a number one, so that he could have better development, d- better developmental time. Right. Whereas we still do we technically still have Hollywood Brown as the one, or is Rashad Bateman the number one? What's or is it Sammy Watkins for that matter? I think if it's Sammy Watkins, we're in trouble. I mean, that's I'm not that's not speaking to Sammy. I know what you're saying about Watkins. This is what I'm really basically saying. I'm speaking more to uh, Hollywood Brown. Yeah, I just he's a miss for me. I don't you know if he's number one, they're in trouble, which they've been in trouble, you know, and as good as they are. This could be the missing thing that's I would say this is, the you know, they may be a receiver away, but I'm still a questioning run game. I don't know if it's going to be able to sustain for 18 weeks. Yeah, because I do think, yeah, you're lower on J.K. Dobbins than most. Than most, yeah. And and the other component is I'm not factoring in, I'm not adding Lamar Jackson's element to it, you know, but with his element, this is probably good enough. And I'm like... I just don't like I just don't like their depth. Their depth is just too shallow. I think I like Gus Edwards. I like J.K. Dobbins. I just they need another guy. And mm. sorry, just Justice Hill and Tyson, you know, um yeah. Williams. I don't think so. Those are misses for me. I see that. But I mean I, I think J.K. Dobbins and like you said, if you're factoring in Lamar's ability, J.K. Dobbins and Gus Edwards, I think, are a good tandem to have with the rushing ability of Lamar Jackson. Because you also do have to keep in mind when they're running plays, they're running plays as Lamar Jackson as a running option, yeah. As opposed to he's just the 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 vessel getting the ball to point A to point B. Got it. Um, he he's not just passing it off. They they really because their offensive run game is really predicated. It's like a it's a RRO. It's not an RPO. <laughs> it's like the who is rushing the ball type thing it's where it's, Lamar Jackson can could could pull it and hit you on the outside or they could just let J.K. Dobbins run out the middle or they'll let Gus Edwards bang right there in the midst of all of those offensive and defensive linemen they'll let him just try to plow straight through there um so they've it's just a really tough way to respond plus you if you're gonna include Lamar Jackson you also have to include Hollywood Brown's rushing ability and his end around game and mm-hmm. how they kind of use him in the extended run game where they're dumping it off on bubble screens and, and whatnot. Yeah. So I think with all of that, they their their rush game is more than enough. Plus that offensive line. Oh my it's the best rushing offensive line in the league. Um mm-hmm. so they they've got no concerns. Uh might have taken a hit with the Orlando Brown move, but we'll we'll see how that how they respond with that. Um, but with their other additions, so Rashad Bateman in, in the draft, Sammy Watkins, they also went and got Kevin Zeitler guard in mm-hmm. in free agency, and Alejandro Villanueva to replace uh, yep. Orlando Brown. So huge additions there on the offensive line, and defensively they added Jason Owe. Yes. So. I think they've gotten better at the pass rush. That I mean, they better to a degree because they did lose Yannick Ngakwe, mm-hmm. uh, and they also lost Matt Judon, uh, which those are two big hits. But I think Jason Owe definitely brings that that pass rush back that Yannick Ngakwe had. So 
I don't think that's really a miss for them there. Uh, they're just going to, they're probably going to have a little bit of time adjusting to not having Matt Judon. Um, but in, in reality, offensively, their past game still has a huge hole in it. And so that's where I'm concerned. It's, and it's not, it's in, again, this is not in regards to Lamar Jackson's ability to throw it. He's proven it to me now. Mm-hmm. He can be that quarterback. It's just, who is he throwing to? Because I don't know if Rashawn Bateman is ready yet. I think he will be. I think he is going to be one of these dynamic wide receivers in the league. But it's going to take him some time. He is a raw prospect. Exactly. And when you have Brown and Watkins, you really, you're you basically looking at you have a, 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 a set of triplets of two, number two wide receivers. You know, it's a very weird combination. Yeah. But in the aspect of Baltimore, and then you have this top five, top six tight end ranked in the league. Yeah. To kind of offset it, you know, you have to almost look at it just from a package standpoint of just talent. And, yeah. And that in Baltimore is a rare, rare breed. This is why I don't <laughs> like, you know, you you have a hard time getting a feel for them because they don't, they're not doing things traditionally. They take, they assess what their talent is, and they bend everything to the talent, which makes it a little hard. Our job's a little harder. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, but I just want to call it out for what it is. I don't think it's necessarily bad. I don't, I don't know if I necessarily would go with go and, and, and um, adapt so much of this into an, an offense myself, but I can understand what they're doing. You know, however, as you were saying, that still does leave a hole because they're, you know, that, that's more of them trying to mask masquerade what's missing there. And they did, there's still another solid, they they really need even if it's a one B type they well, need a cause, one. Cause they, to me, they they've admitted that they, they have an issue in their past game. Right. When you went and you said, okay, we're going to go try to get Juju Smith-Schuster. Oh, that didn't work. We're going to go try to go get Kenny Galladay. Oh, that didn't work. Let's go Let's go with Antonio Brown. Let's team him up with his cousin. Oh, that didn't work. Let's go. Like They just kept going down the line like, oh, we got to go get one of these guys. And they just miss, 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 miss. I don't miss. know if they jumped a little bit down to get to, to Watkins because that was – I'm not sure who was still out there at the time, but at the time, nobody, they, they really went hard into those top four guys, those big guys that were there. And when they all said no, they were like, well, which, damn, everybody's which, gone. now." <laughs> which leads me right now, which that I, I truly believe this as a, as a two team race. And I was saying it even a few months back, but I said, I'll let it play out. It's relevant. Now there should be a two team race right now for Larry Fitzgerald. Baltimore and Kansas City. Well, be- I think that there is no race for Larry Fitzgerald when he came out and said he's not he he's no in no mindset to play NFL football right now. I so, mean, I, I I get that. You know, my, that was my point. Like, what happened? You know, that that guy should have been primed and ready to go. Like, I'm yeah. sure your phone had to be ringing off the hook. Somebody. In the I think that they wanted. tried and tried to lure him out. Uh, in. I just I'm surprised he hasn't announced it. I he's retiring. I I think he's done. Mm. I, I think he's gonna call it a career. And that could be, and that's fine. I I wish he would have did it earlier because I was just I just been keeping him. Yeah, you know, just kind of on the back burner. Like, man, this is a nice little chip to fall back on. He just said it last week too, where okay. he was like, I I just I he's I think his exact quote was, I don't have the heart to play football right now. Oh gosh. Okay. So All right. yeah. Uh, that's just a and and that's that's uh, that's honestly sucks for the entire NFL because he truly does still have a lot to give the game. I mean, basically, even just off of last season, 
he was still dynamic in that offense. Mm -hmm. And he's one of those guys. He feels like Jerry Rice to me. Just it doesn't look like he slowed down a bit and he's almost 40. Right. And he can still give a lot to the game. Like it did not feel like Jerry Rice was like Ben Roethlisberger right now where he's a couple of years like, come on, dude. Like, it's time to put him up. This is not one of those situations. It's like, okay, well, is he coming back? Or, I mean, <laughs> right. it seems like he should hang him up, but I don't know. Like, I don't think it would be a problem if he came back. Uh, it, it, I think those are two completely different situations. Um, But, yeah, I, who else would, would they be able to go out and maybe trade for? I, I don't know who's on the block. Like, oh, man, Kenny Steals. I mean, Kenny Stills would. I mean, even I. He's not help. number one, but it, it, can, it help. can help. Like <laughs> maybe another number two. You know, that's what I'm, I mean. But when you really, don't have to play, I would, Hollywood Brown is your number one. I know this is going. I know this is not the the the, the, the sexy pick or the usual consensus pick. I mean, they they might want to circle back around Des Bryant again. You know, he's still out there. I mean, if if he can play. You yeah. know, and I, that sounds bad even as I said that, you know. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm reaching with the Seth Roberts. You know, he showed flashes in, in, in um Oakland. I and, think that they might have a I'm gonna keep a close eye after this week of of preseason games. When when roster cut day happens, mm-hmm. I'm waiting to see if Baltimore cuts a couple extra guys. You might to not. go pick up one of these guys that just gets released off of, could be just because they they just don't have enough spots to be on the roster. Some good guys get cut during that time. Golden Tate, Josh Gordon, go get Golden Tate, man. I I still th- I still think he's kind of one of those. He's kind of like a Larry Fitzgerald type. Still has something to give the game. Uh, possibly. Um, I mean, I don't know how big you are was on this guy, Marquise Lee. I mean, you know, it, as I was saying, I don't know. I, he feels too much like Hollywood Brown to me. I was gonna say there's not that. That was the extent of the list. That was just keep just throwing it out there. But I mean, tight ends, not much there. No, no, yeah. I don't even want. They even, they need a true receiver. Interesting. Trey Burton's out there. That's funny. Hmm. You leave Indianapolis yeah. and now look at you. <laughs> now you're nowhere. See, I'm just just making a point. Like, and I don't, I don't, I don't, I didn't hear him hanging it up, so I wasn't sure. Uh, maybe it's going to be a quiet one. Could be. Um, Could be. I do have one other question about Baltimore before we get into yep. some predictions here. If Baltimore doesn't make it to the AFC Championship game, say they get knocked out in the second round again, just like they did last year, what do you think? What do you think of this guy, and what do you think the media's take is going to be on John Harbaugh? Um, I think it's going to take a little bit of a back. He's going. He's going to get a bit of a backlash. Um, cause, I mean, man, he's already brought a championship to them, so he's he's pretty much saved for the most part. But I know there, I know there's that slap <laughs> on the wrist. Yeah, some win none. Never even get there. But I, I know what you mean. But my point being is, and he's just, he's consistently in the playoffs. I know what you're getting at. But second round, they get knocked out. Like this, I mean, if I think it's going to be a back, I think it's going to be backlash. However, I, I think they're going to be viewed almost in the 
somewhat in the in the same picture as how we've been looking at Tennessee pre pre the um, Julio Jones pickup, and I'm talking about pre draft and all that stuff. Just how they ended the season, there was a team that was kind of in question. Like, okay, they were kind of right there. They may not make that turn, and I think that's what this is going to be. That I think they're going to take a it's a step back to show that. Okay, the door is open for whoever else is that is, whether that's Buffalo or that's Cleveland that's trying to make that step forward, or there's a third team that steps up, maybe one your Los Angeles Chargers. Yeah, I, I'm the jury. My jury's still out. But, <laughs> you know, I, I but I I do keep them as that bubble team. Like, okay, I am gonna watch them because you know everybody's sitting there doing all this talking. And I'm like, I see what's going on over there, but I, you know, I don't think. Yeah. It's gonna, Translates anything. I mean, we still have to see what the hell Brandon Staley is. So exactly, and it, and we you know, so it's just it's a slew of teams just waiting in yeah. in, in, in the wings. So them taking a step back is just kind of like okay, you was the number one contender, now maybe you're the number two or number three contender. Which is it's going to be viewed like for the next year, we see you, but we just not really look. You know, be kind of overlooking them for a moment until they prove themselves yet again. But you think so? He's I think it's sustained. I, but I think his job will be safe. I don't think he's gonna lose it. If he, if I'm saying, like a, now, say they sputter and all of a sudden they got a, they playing a you know a wild, wild card round and they going in the first round and get knocked out. That's a little different. I think there's some question. I think he's on a hot seat where his his job is you know probably within the next year or so. So if they win a wild card game, he's safe. As long as they win one playoff game, he's safe. I'm. I think. Well, maybe. Because the, the other scenario was they win the division and they have a bye. They no, win the, they have to win the whole sorry. conference. They, oh, they, no, no, they're not. Yes, that's right. Because I don't think uh, there's any. I, yes, so within they, this division, there's no way they're they winning. Definitely, this. yes, they would have to. Yes, definitely. With that being said, yes, they they have to win a playoff game. It's a simplification, but yes, they definitely have to win a playoff game. Because it's not necessarily saying if they lose, he's getting fired. It's just if he if they lose in the wild card round, right. it It's a question that uh, hey, what the hell was that? Exactly. You need to explain yourself. Exactly, as opposed to you know, because like it just it's too too many other things that was was going to have to factor them being put out in yeah. the first round. It's not just they lost that game, but that's the catalyst. Like can't lose your first you know you're gonna have to at least at minimum win that first playoff game especially then, after taking the step that you did last right, year because, and finally winning and one and where i'm ranking them you should be in a minimum the second round barring some unforeseen thing but happens. they but that's my thing they've been there in that realm for two damn near three years now but okay, but they starting to address where some of their problems are it ain't lamar jackson that's getting the right pieces and that's on the They've had the right pieces, though. I even with when you had Mark Ingram and J.K. Dobbins, that was those were the like offensively good and and just and I Their understand even before Yannick always, and Gakwe, they never they, had defensively with the outside of the that one position on the pass rush. Outside of that, they were still very solid across the board. They had some of the I best understand. defensive and line, this and is defensive them backs. Finally, in the addressing their, their wide receivers. They did not ever really this ever is addressing address. the wide yeah. <laughs> or their passing game, which they they addressed addressed it three years ago or two years ago. Now going to be three with Mark Andrews. That was a hit. Yeah. They but they just they kind of you know re, you know kind of regressed with the wide receivers to this year it was about about as aggressive as they have been in three seasons so it's just a turn but 
the point of it is by the offseason, they pitch. If that happens, they're going to have to pitch. Look what we're going to do in this next offseason. And, mm. that you know, we couldn't even address it until then outside of, you know, did they make it where it's like, okay, whatever you do in this offseason, this is it. This is your team. This is the team that has to win the Super Bowl. I don't know if this is necessarily that team per se, but they are. Team I mean, that's I, going I'm not looking the at them to have to win a Super Bowl even this year. I think I, I, they, but, to me, have to. But when like, they're that good, yeah. that's how high stakes it gets. Like, like you were saying, you know, they can't just necessarily, and I almost agree, finish the way they finished last year. That might not be good enough, even though they lost in the second round of the playoffs. Most teams. And franchises would kill for that. But, and I understand that, but they've yeah. been there. They've been in that situation. Like, they should have won when Lamar Jackson was the MVP. They should have been at the helm. Should they should have, have been playing I Kansas City. I just think it's a, a bum rep that, they, you know, they get they get penalized for, for sustained goodness, you know, but yet they didn't hit the ultimate. You know what I'm saying? It's like This it's, is the NFL. You got to keep no, no, moving this, forward. This is pro like, sports. Yeah. I understand. <laughs> like, oh, you can't finish it? Like, dude, I'm maintained. I'm right. Like, like Buffalo, four straight Super Bowls. It gets to a point where, like, Man, but they couldn't even win. Nobody else can go to four straight, whether they won a combination of them or not. They went to four consecutive. But I, but I also think it's different with this one specifically because I'm not ragging because I'm no, not no. ragging on Pittsburgh for for Mike Tomlin making it to the playoffs every year. We're, we weren't ragging. No, on, but you know what I mean. Yeah, it's, it's just these coaches. I mean, we see it all across. We see it in basketball. Yeah. Just okay, you know, such and such got this team now eight straight playoff second round playoff appearances but they go into you know yeah. or, or, or eight straight playoff um 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 appearances and only got to two conference championships yeah. and you know like okay but they was in eight straight you know who's the next team that did that you know maybe yeah. three other And teams. I get that it was like yeah. you've been in the playoffs three straight years but yeah. you got knocked out no, for four straight years, you got knocked out in the first round every single season. And until last and year, it changed very quickly. Yeah, in the, in the, in and so when when they won last year, it's like okay, you've gotten that monkey off your back. Now we can't say you you can't win in the playoffs. You can't say it's on Lamar Jackson in his ability to play. Right. It, there's got to be something else going on here, and is it is it the coaching? Is it the run game? Is it the defense? Maybe we're giving the defense too much credit. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the pass game isn't there. It, it, it hasn't been there. So we, we need. I need to see something, and and that's where I'm at with John Harbaugh. Is I need to see you be able. Is that is he John or Jim or Jim Jim Harbaugh? That was like I knew that was wrong. Wait, is it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> it's Jim. Jim Harbaugh. Yeah. yeah. It. Let's just go with Harbaugh. <laughs> I know that's right. <laughs> with. Coaching wise, I need to see you put Lamar Jackson in the best spot to win those games. Now, if it's Lamar Jackson throwing a pick in the fourth quarter twice in a row and two two separate drives, and he's the one who killed the game, that's on him. That's not on you. And mm-hmm. I understand that. Then we can we can go specifically to that and say, well, yeah, if he doesn't throw this stupid pass here right. straight to the defender, obviously you guys have a chance at winning this game. Um, but if it's a situation where it's like last year, Matt LaFleur taking the ball out of Aaron Rodgers' hands. And, and what the hell are you doing? It's fourth down, and this is the playoffs. We got to win games. We got to go for that. We can't just be giving the ball back to the GOAT. We can't just be giving the ball back to Patrick Mahomes. We can't just – even Josh Allen, for that matter. Like right. We just cannot be giving up free possessions. <laughs> and I, I think that there's going to be questions if – they don't get to the conference championship because that's what everybody's looking at. And I'm not. And, and the thing is, is that 
I'm not even saying you guys got to go beat Kansas City. I know that's been a monkey that that's been on Lamar Jackson's back his entire career. He can't beat Kansas City. He can't beat Patrick Mahomes. I get that, right. and that's fine. And that and it would and I wouldn't even say that that's the narrative. It's just that Kansas City team is just so freaking good that obviously you you ran into a buzzsaw in in the in the conference championship. And there's nothing wrong with that. As long as you play within your game and you're and you're not the reason you're not costing your team the game, mm-hmm. that'll be just fine. You go out, play your game. If you get beat just because you they they just have a better team, that that nobody is going to admonish you for that. But if you don't make it to that, if you don't if you don't put your team in the position to even have the attempt at going at Kansas City in the conference championship, mm-hmm. what are we doing? Hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's I, I, as I said, the expectations change, and your your window for for error is very small. You're, you're- uh, I'm not saying you got to fire him. I just think that there's got to be questions you got, and you need to explain yourself if you don't make it to the conference. So in short, then that's where they are. We're, I mean, outside of massive success, we're talking conference championship, basically, or a bust. You know, and possibly even if they lose that that might this steal might come up if they don't make it to a minimum of the championship i think if, i think this, I think this if is they, coming down the pipeline if they know. yeah i think that's that's possibly next year's narrative if they don't make it to the championship but this year it's you got to make it to the conference championship and you got to show me in, something in that game that's what i was saying possibly yeah. where it, you know you know cuz they 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 got to they got to speed up the process yeah. it just depends on how this plays out this year but they're there. That's all I was getting at. Yeah. Like, I think it's legit to say. I mean, just look at the conversation be, we're having. Right. This team is going to be in the playoffs, and this is a team that should be in, con- in contention yeah, we for have the to speak championship. To this, these, these sports politics. Yeah. Now, you know, and that, <laughs> they're going to be that team on the chopping block. Yeah. Like, okay, move out the way because guess what? Guess who's put the pressure on you? Technically, you would think it was Buffalo. No, it's Cleveland. That's who put yeah. the pressure on you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's what's accelerated this now you know i mean i guess buffalo started it but cleveland's right. offseason really ramped right, up because you're always going to have that third antagonist that's just kind of roaming out there that's buffalo but then honestly buffalo turned on the burner and cleveland came in and turned that thing to 11 okay. <laughs> cleveland just threw the oil on yeah. top of the fire like it's just everywhere yeah so it, it, yeah man it just ignited it and so man it's just just to say if you you made the final four in the afc you Oh, Man, it's my murderous hat's off row. to you. Yeah, <laughs> my hats off to you. And whoever you're in fifth, that's not even that's not even a knock. You yeah, just somebody did somebody had to lose, it. right? <laughs> <And> so <laughs> I'm, I'm curious who gonna be five. But my goodness, I could tell you who to, I could. It, it almost look like it's clear who the top four is. So, jeez, am I missing a team? Buffalo, Cleveland. Oh, Buffalo, Cleveland, and yeah. But I'm just saying, yeah. top four. It's just like man, whoever's you know, five, six, seven is yeah. <laughs> <sighs> All right, let's talk about division record uh, predictions here. All right. Um, let's start bottom up. Who do you got at four? Who's rounding it out? Uh, Cincinnati Bengals. Same I'm, here. My power rank is at 26 at a 6 and 11 record. I, yeah. I, gave I know. I wins. gave him a way worse record than that. And I, I, and I, oh, yeah. Okay, go ahead. Um, I, I really didn't like the move in the, in the draft. I don't think Jamar Chase fixes some of the issues that this team has. I got him all the way down to three and fourteen. Oh, made a mistake. Five and ten. Five and ten. Five and eleven. Five and twelve. Five and twelve. Yeah. 
I mis- miscounted. Five gotcha. and twelve. Five and twelve. I don't think that they're going to be in contention of this division three mm-hmm. and fourteen in in the uh, for their record one and five in the division. I think they steal one from Pittsburgh, <laughs> but outside of that, this is going to be a rough year for for Cincinnati. I got them getting swept by Pittsburgh. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised. I just was saying I don't I don't genuinely I don't generally see teams lose all six game in, in their division. Mm-hmm. So if they're going to get one, I think it's going to be versus Pittsburgh. You're better than me. I got them uh, uh, perfect 0-6. <laughs> um, and I could see it. <laughs> yeah. I'm not and going to win any division games, unfortunately. It's just – and it's, they're not even a bad team. That's the thing. Yeah. They're not – oh, my God. That's, this is how deep <laughs> the AFC is, like – they're gonna make them look like a bad team, you know. It's just because it, they do, like you, like you're saying, they do truly have pieces around what they need. It's just foundationally, yes, they're missing key foundational blocks that are going to, I think, really, really hurt this team moving forward. And I, I truly don't think we can look at Joe Burrow and say, "Hey, I can really expect you make starting all 17 games this season." When you're standing behind that offensive line, I cannot, in good conscience, put a bet down on that. Mm. Oh, so I'm just gonna. I'm just curious. I, I, I'm just gonna go on a limb. You, you said you got them taking one of the Pittsburgh games, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm just gonna go on a limb and say that they basically gonna beat. Um, they're gonna win week six in Detroit and week eight in in, in New York. Let me see exactly which ones I gave them. I had to be a bed man here. <laughs> it is not in week 18 versus the Browns, not versus the Chiefs, not versus the Ravens. Uh, no, I haven't been beating the Broncos in week 15. Steelers in week 12. And the Jaguars in week four. Thursday night at home. I think they, on a short week, beat beat Jacksonville. Uh, Week 15. I have two of those. Which was the Denver game and that Jacksonville game. Yeah. So those are the two that I, those are the three that I see them winning. Um, I just, I'm not big. And honestly, with that Broncos game, I might switch that just because Broncos, I mean, hey, Drew Locke looked fantastic versus Minnesota. I'm not going to lie. them losing at the Jets? Really? At Detroit? At It's at the Jets. It's so, at Detroit. Home away from home. <laughs> Cincinnati does not have a home in, in the first place, so <laughs> I think playing in the dome will be an advantage to them. But hey, if you look at the mm. talent for talent, I just eh. and I I do think the Jets did do a lot more to build around their franchise quarterback and Zach Wilson, even in just this one season, than what Cincinnati's done in the last two seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why I have the Jets winning at home uh, against Cincinnati. I don't think Cincinnati's going to be able to travel that game and and steal one. Um, and 
And with the, the Lions, Lions got to win some game this season, and it might as well be against wow. Cincinnati. <laughs> Okay. Okay. <laughs> at home again. At home. <laughs> That's the only thing. I, I was taking them in spite of it. But, yeah. Um, I guess I would just mention my, my. I guess my biggest upset of the of the, of the year would be Week Thirteen when they beat the Chargers. Ooh. But they're at home. I don't think the Chargers is coming out there taking that one. Just, yeah, it is late in the season. It's going to be cold. I just factored all yeah. that in. I'm like, I think this is the one where it's like that looks like they can. It, this is a definitely a classical 50-50 game. A case can be made for both teams. Yeah. But, at, yeah, I'm I'm going to side with the home team. And, yeah, it's late in the season. Yeah, plus the Chargers are going to be coming off of a probably what is going to be a tough game with – in week 12, the Chargers have to play the Broncos on the road in Denver, and the Broncos actually have a week of rest go- going into that game. Uh, yeah. That might be a hard one, and that might be one of those um, kind of um, handcuff games. Just note note that game. Yeah. That's, that's going to be one of the ones. Don't be surprised. I, that actually might be one of the – that might actually turn out to be a really good game to watch that week. Could be. Um, I mean, Cincinnati can be, you know – you just never know what type late of in the year have nothing there. to play for after right. having tons of losses. They're coming in and they're just like, "Hey, this and, team is," and, and that's probably as good as it's going to get the rest of the way for them. Yeah. And yeah, they might want to take advantage of that game. That, All right. Well, that, next <laughs> up, number three, I got Pittsburgh, and so, I got Pittsburgh at seven and ten. Uh, under five hundred. Rough season for them. They have a first place. They have the toughest schedule in the NFL. Plus, it's a first place schedule in in general. And we hold the chalk. I have the same thing. Seven nice. And, and I also have them three and three in the division. That's what I have them at. One second. They have a very tough game right out of the gates with Buffalo. Not three and three. Okay, so same. You got them chalk. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. They just to me, it's it's. I had a swing game in there, but it was a one divisional game. But other than that, that would be week Cincinnati? seventeen. Cincinnati. No Pittsburgh. Yeah, versus who? Versus Cleveland. Oh, okay. Yeah. You think they can they can still get one versus Cleveland? I, I think at home, but I think you know I see Cleveland. I can see Cleveland just basically muscling this out of them and taking it. So. I do have one upset. Uh, on the Steelers' uh, schedule here, week six. I have the same thing. Seattle, Seattle. I could see them stealing that game. That's a sneaky game there, and I, yep, I got them, and I got them for the L. So yeah, I, I just I could see Seattle's one of them teams. Like I've seen them come on the, on the East Coast and just 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 game lay an egg. J- j- no, they they did both, but I've seen them do both over there. But oh, I've okay. seen them go over there and then actually just steal a game and walk out of there. Mm. Didn't look good. It wasn't pretty. It just you know they gutted it out and then just go back home, and that's the end of that. You know, <laughs> it's it's just I don't like that game. That I feel is a trap game. Another game key to watch, I think, for them is their Halloween game, Week Nine, at mm-hmm. home versus the Bears on Monday Night Football. That's going to be a big game to watch too. Um, especially we don't even know who's going to be playing for the Bears at that point. Um, it could be Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton can get that win if he really wanted to. Uh, but also, it could be Justin Fields bringing a whole new flavor to this Bears offense. So, I said the same thing, but the Bears, for some, I mean, I, I don't – historically, they, don't, they do not do well against Pittsburgh. It's just – 
they some, don't they historically I and I agree with you they don't do well against Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh but I do think that this is a different Bears team <laughs> because well, they they've Pittsburgh played Pittsburgh too. very very well at in in Soldier Field. Right. Pittsburgh does not do well on the road to be honest even if it is an outdoor indoor stadium. They they are a team that a lot of the time will play down to their competition. Hmm. For some reason I think a holiday game you know it's Halloween, whatever. A lot nobody's really going to be <laughs> really paying too much mind to it. But mm-hmm. still, it's a holiday game. There's going to be a lot of eyes on this game. Yes, it's at home for them, but it's it's against a defense that's really stout, a, a front seven that's really going to be coming after them. Mm-hmm. Their run game isn't going to be really able to take over this game. Whereas I think Chicago with David Montgomery and Khalil Herbert could possibly take over the run game and really, really give uh, Steelers defense a run for their money. Mm-hmm. It, I, that's just another game on the Steelers' schedule that they they really do have to watch out for because that that they could really get they could get got in that game for sure. Gotcha. Um. All right. Number well, two. I was gonna say to my which which I had which <clears throat> to my surprise on that. I mean, it's somewhat of a surprise. Is with Pittsburgh, you know, schedule. I got them basically their last five, all else for the mm. last five weeks, starting at at Minnesota in week fourteen, all the way to at Baltimore in week eighteen. I got five straight losses. Oh, do I have the? Nope, I have them beating the Browns in week seventeen. That was my. That was the one I said. Gotcha. I, you know that if if there was gonna win any one out of that is that one. Yeah. Uh, I have them getting that one. I have them four and five in the last, or one yeah, and five, one and four in the last yeah. five so games. I, they went eight and nine. That's what like they. That's what I said. They're gonna be right there, and they're gonna just just miss the playoffs. Yeah. Where you know they're good enough to win games, but yeah, just when it comes down to these elites, that's just they're not that team right now. And, yeah. Uh, I'm not saying anymore. Just not right now. Because <laughs> agreed, they don't, they don't go away for long. Yeah. Uh, let's talk number twos. Hmm. Who do you have? <sighs> Believe it or not, and I'm, I don't want to jump jump the gun too much, and I kind of just alluded to it earlier, but yeah. I got Cleveland. Same here. I oh, it's <laughs> tough. Exactly. <laughs> I, it's I got them. I mean, power rankings. They had five. I mean, twelve and five is my finish with them. Same. So, I. Baltimore is going to be just slightly better than that. You know, it's just, I just think they lock and step. Now, I want to be proven wrong and I want to see them make that jump, but I'm just looking at gradual progression. Like, they should be that number, that solid number two, number, you know, roughly the number four team overall in the AFC. That's, you know, that, yeah. that they're next, that next team up. Like, they spring, they, they kind of springboard past Tennessee. They mm-hmm. got, you know, um, um, past, of course, you know, Pittsburgh. You know, and then the, now you got to fend off the you know the Indianapolis's and the, and possibly the, the the you know maybe New England and maybe the L A Chargers. It's Miami, not, you know, uh, no, exactly. I'm only saying that because it was Miami a one year thing. I don't. Oh, like you know, it's a couple of things going to get answered this year for me. I, I think Tua might have been a one year thing. I think they do have questions at but quarterback. I believe, believe they're trending upward. Yeah. I, I I don't believe that they was a fluke per se. Yeah, you know, because I think they were ten and six and missed. That's saying something. Oh yeah, I'm I'm sorry, Brian I, Flores. You, you also another often. guy up there for coach right. of the year last year. Double digit wins and you missed the playoffs. Man, that's 
that's an, that's something in itself. Yeah, like, you know, so anybody in the especially NFL in a, in a season where we expanded the playoffs, that's right. that's tough to do, and that's why I think the AFC is a very stacked stacked and they, and they're, they're, conference. Yeah, they was that team that just. <laughs> Out, in the, I mean, just out in the cold, looking through the window, you know, like man, and a very good team. So, yeah. uh, yeah. So I got, yeah, I got them at twelve and five. Twelve and five. I have Cleveland. I'm four and two in the division. They split with both uh, Baltimore and uh, uh, Pittsburgh for me. Got for my division. Um, but to oh, me, boy. this this Cleveland team, I, I agree with you. It, it's just they're. <sighs> I do think we're going to have possibly I'm hoping that it's early in the season. One of those games that they drop where we're like, damn, just Cleveland's going to Cleveland. And and, and that's going to be kind of the storyline early on until they figure it out. They figure out how to integrate OBJ back into the, into the uh, lineup there. They they figure out the ball distribution, the play distribution, the, the balance and, Mm -hmm. and how much they can turn over to Baker Mayfield to just go out there and make a play. Um, so I, I think that's kind of where we're at with them specifically in trying to figure out. And you you've been looking at these schedules in this division. Oh my, yeah. you talk about strength of schedules. They have the toughest. <sighs> it, Whatever your schedule is, you know you cannot frown upon. It's, it's the strength of schedule listing on on how tough these teams are have it is right now. Pittsburgh has the the toughest schedule out of anybody in the entire NFL. Mm-hmm. Next up. I believe it's Baltimore. Then it's Chicago. Right after that, it's Cleveland. Yeah. Uh, like they all have the, those are the top, top four toughest schedules in the NFL right now. So they saving grace. They happen to just been blessed. Yeah. <laughs> with Houston in week two. <laughs> True. <laughs> yeah. Like, wow. I'm like, cause I mean, out the gate at Kansas city. I don't like this for either team actually. But yeah. Man, that's I, a tough I really week don't one. I like it for Cleveland, but I, I don't like it for because Kansas I also City have either. to go on the road. Exactly, and but that just puts more pressure on Kansas City to win that game off the bat. Exactly, to you know, if it was last week you're a fluke. Did they just get lucky? And you know, all you know, yeah. all of this nonsense that's going to come into it. And then his his. Is is Cleveland really that team? Are they really to make, ready to make that jump? Are they going to come out there and actually, you know, are they going to be able to do what um what 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 Kansas City did several years ago and came out early and beat New England? Yeah, and made a statement like we're here. And then of course, New England. I mean, um, Kansas City's been was that Alex Smith last year? Ah, uh, was that the year before? Mm. It's one of those two. I, I remember. Exactly I remember sure. that vividly, but, but yes. I just don't remember which one it was. I'm not sure. Um, I don't want to say it was. I couldn't say. I don't. Yeah. I really don't know. Um, but I think it's that same with that same sentiment that we got going for Cleveland now. They're on deck. So as the question this year is going to show, are they legit? Yeah. You know. So we're gonna get that right out the gate. Again, week one. So yeah. you know. But yeah. But to 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 what you were saying. Like like yeah, five five losses. I mean, and they're legit losses based on the strength of schedule. I'm like, this schedule is ridiculous. It's not a third place schedule. No. It, I mean, I just like you you yes, you ended it in third place last year and this is the schedule you got, but man, this is one of those this it for any other team on in any other division, this is a first place schedule. 
Like, this is tough. I mean, you got, like you were talking about in the first five weeks, start out versus Kansas City, have to, I mean, you, you get a break with Houston in week <laughs> two. <buy> a week. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but then you get a really tough game in Chicago in yep. week three. Uh, luckily, you're home for that one. But then you have to go on the road and play a, what I think is a tough Vikings team. I was going to say, at Minnesota? That's yeah. not an easy out. Yeah. I'm sorry. In, I in mean, the, the land of Skull? That's all <laughs> of what I have to say about them, that is not a place you just go out there and punch them in the mouth, that, take the I will w say, and walk out even though them, I haven't been to a game yet there, I have been around the stadium when it's <laughs> when it, it is game day, and it's a loud stadium. Yeah, they they man, it's it's loud over there. Um, but then even the next week, week five, they have to go on the road and play the Chargers. Yeah, and, and that's a tough game. And then the Cardinals. Oh, that's <laughs> what I was getting. And then keep going. Uh, Broncos. I'm I'm just looking at that defense, but and, that's also on a short week. That's and that's I'm just, but yeah, I'm, these are not going to be tough outs. No, you know, not at then all. You got to you, you got a gotta divisional game Pittsburgh. with Steelers. <laughs> And you, then you got to go to Cincinnati. And, yeah. And, but, you know, mind, mind you, I got all W's for this, by the way. Because uh, this is how good Yeah, no, I do have them <laughs> winning a lot of these. I do have them, I believe, losing to Minnesota. Uh, yeah, I have them losing to Minnesota in week four. Mm, uh, I do not. And I have them losing to Kansas City in week one. Uh, and then I also have them losing to the Chargers. But the second half of their schedule does lighten up just a little bit. Um, and that's where I start to see them. I think that they're going to click around that time where they play the Steelers and then they're just going to, I think that they're going to, there's going to be a couple of like weeks there where we're like, all right, where is Cleveland? There's going to be a lot of questions there for about two or three weeks. And then they're going to be on a run where they've got three straight games that they've already won. Cause they've, they play Pittsburgh, new England, and then the lions. And then we're going to be like, okay, how far can they can really push this thing after they have to deal with the Ravens and boom, I think right there, once they get to their bye week, they go on a run there. They come out of their bye week. They beat the Ravens, get a little bit of revenge. They beat the Raiders the next week. They go ahead. Uh, they do have a Packers game, which I can see going either way. And that's also on a Saturday. It's not on a Sunday. Um, and then they also have another divisional game with the Steelers, which I do think that they drop that one. But then they round out with the Cincinnati Bengals at home. I think that they win those. Couldn't we? Could, I think we almost seen it almost mirror flip-flop images here <clears throat> there mm. i don't got that run coming before um doing but, but around that um around that bye week it's more so they run started for me after that charges game mm, okay so that it picks up steam in week six so they, and i got them for four straight weeks between week six seven eight nine just all wins i gotcha. think they are tough outs that's why i was speaking to them but I think they're going to gut through all of those. And then my upset of the year is that New England game. Yes, I do think that they beat New England. No, I got them losing oh. at New England. That's what I said. That's the that's the upset game for me. I don't they're, think that's an upset. Even though New England wins at home, I just don't think New England is farly, far from being a superior team. Yeah. I think this this is just I just think they think Bill Belichick still just gets their number. <laughs> just going to figure a way to just you know out you know out, out you know tactician them. All you right, know. but then they they you know win win beat Detroit, lose to Baltimore, have a bye week, come back beat, beat Baltimore. Baltimore. I I have that you exact know. thing happening. <laughs> right, 
you know, beat Vegas, lose to the, you know, lose lose to Green Bay, but then gut out the last two at home. Okay. You know, I got them five and one in the division. They only lose into that one Baltimore game. And mm. so but I just, yeah, I do. I think that they still have this little brother mentality when it comes to to Pittsburgh. So I do think that they do drop one. So I think uh, that most of their problems going to come in the second half as opposed to the first half. Mm-hmm. It's going to be Kansas City Chargers, and then they're just going to find a way to just just beat everybody else. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's just fair. I mean, I and we have the same record at the end of the day, yeah, so I I mean, we agree. Uh, <laughs> right, I was just really interested. Like, who did you have them beating? Them? Like, really? Yeah. You know, well, Minnesota, I could see that. I don't think they will, but you know. I'm, I'm, I'm just, I, just Minnesota at home. Yeah. I mean, I don't, nobody does that, but I think they're going to go in there and I'll beat. I just think they got way more talent than. I agree. I just, I think early on in the season, they're still trying to figure some stuff out. You get a tough defense that's, that's fully healthy. In, in in the Vikings defense with Daniil Hunter coming back, he's going to be ready to try to tee off on a quarterback that, that they feel like they can get a little bit timid. Right. I, I could see Minnesota pulling that game out somehow. Just Minnesota has a couple of games a year where you're like, how the hell did you win that and then lose to this team? Because I actually have them losing to Cincinnati uh, at some point. This No, not Cincinnati. Uh Whatever I I'm not gonna go through that this whole thing to try to find it. I do have the Vikings beating somebody uh, or losing to somebody that they shouldn't, um, just based off of their talent. Um, but it's just one of those things that the Vikings do where they go in there and they they beat teams that they're not supposed to, but then they lose to teams. Or it's just like how, well, what what was your game plan there? Um, but let's talk Baltimore. We, we agree here. We went chalk for this one. Just <laughs> agreed on every single one. Yeah. Baltimore wins it. Um. I'm interested to see what you have their record at, though. <clears throat> I got them at thirteen and four. I thought so. I have them at fourteen and three. No, I have them at thirteen and four. Why do I have it written down and wrong? Four here? and two in the division. Same. Uh yeah. Now, with that being said, <laughs> technically, uh, oh no, that that no, they they'll have more wins, but they will have a worse <laughs> division record. Moving on. No, I have. I have them actually like that. I, I had a thought about that. I almost got confused my head you thought they possibly would get that spot over kansas city no that cleveland will be over baltimore but i'm like oh, no gotcha. no cleveland's gonna have a better division record but they're gonna be have one less um record one, one less win and they um win total win column. gotcha um no yeah so i get that uh and i have baltimore ending up with the third seed in the entire afc this year 13 and 4 right behind Kansas City at 14 and 3 but I think that Buffalo beats them on some sort of a tiebreaker. Gotcha. Um so it's just Baltimore I think that I I I believe they're that the the they're that team that's going to be trying to get past Buffalo to get that crack at Kansas City in the in the AFC Championship it's just I can't yet definitively say that because I just I don't currently on paper believe in their pass catching weapons mm-hmm. outside of Mark Andrews. Um, but I don't think Mark Andrews obviously hasn't been enough the last three seasons. So I'm just gonna say, I need man, to see more. This is that bubble team for me. I know you said that you got them number three and I probably it's probably where I'm technically got them slated. Yeah. But I'm I'm telling you, I, with a Tennessee lurking and, and what Cleveland's doing right now, I'm like uh I could see them make taking a fall because I'm looking at my when I get into these where my four losses came at, you know, that I could see something in the first half of the year where a couple teams can actually come in and sneak them. I got know. an upset right out of the gate. 
I think they lose to Oakland. Or, yeah, Vegas. On a I Monday night game, that. right I, off the bat, I thought about it, bro. Like, that black know. hole is going to be rocking. Like they are not. It's not going to be pretty, and it's going to be a Yannick and Gakwe like revenge game. <laughs> right. So I I see them. They can get got in that game for sure. Gotcha. Um. Well, I don't. I don't have. I do have them some kind of way beating Vegas, but I got them losing to Kansas City. <laughs> I actually have them think, beating Kansas City I, in week I two. I think Kansas City is actually going to come, you know, come in there and actually beat them. I and I would not be surprised if that does happen. I just think it's, I just have this weird feeling like it's it's one of these years where it's like it's going to be one of those. It's about time this has happened. <laughs> like it, like at some point the Ravens have to win a game against Kansas City. Right. Might as well be early on this this season. Yeah, might as well, but I don't think so. But I, mean, we'll I, I'm, see. I will say I, I'm rooting for Kansas City in that surprised. game. <laughs> I, just, I was thinking about them like, you know, I think I can see how they can play that out, how the narrative. But I'm like, this is also an opportunity for Kansas City to just go ahead and just set the, t- you know, set the tone straight about the number one and just True. take them off the board right off the bat. You yeah. know, like, we well, a little chess piece out of here. You already. I think card. Kansas City has enough games on their schedule later on to 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 make that narrative go away. So. I, I do have do, them dropping the, I mean, that game. But, that's just, but yeah, they should drop that one, and then unfortunately, you know, to un, you know, some unfortunate matter, drop another one. No, <laughs> I can see, and I'm looking. No, I, I'm just saying they're gonna drop both of them, I, right? Because I, I, I just think that uh, Baltimore will be able to get that one right off the bat, gotcha. um, in, in week two. But then they got the Lions, like easy win. Mm-hmm. Even even with that being on the road, easy win. Broncos on the road, still easy win. Um. Colts, that one is going to be very, very tough, especially on a Monday night. All eyes are on you again. I, yeah. I would not be surprised if Carson Wentz came in there and smacked you right in the mouth. But mm, hey, I just, I don't think that they're going to have everything put together there. So I, I'm, Baltimore, oh man, you asking? That's a tall order. Yeah, and then they, they get another one against the Chiefs. I got another one versus the Bengals. Uh, those are all. Those both games are at home. Mm-hmm. Um, then I think it's their bye. Yep. Um, week nine, Minnesota. Minnesota. I think they get that win, uh, coming off of some rest there. Um, and then they go ahead, and I have them actually on a short week losing to the Dolphins. Me too. Yeah, that's where I was like, <laughs> right there at Miami. I was like, that is where the rubber meets the road for them. Unfortunately, I do think the Bears lose to them. Uh, in week eleven, I was struggling with this. It's a tough game. Bears but- coming off of rest. I, I at just, home, I, yeah, I gave them the benefit of the doubt, and I, and I, I said this could be t- potentially where this is a swing game for me. This is fifty fifty. This is potentially where they remember this is we did we discussed this in the past, where I said this would be the threshold where Justin Fields. This is as late as they will push him out. Oh yeah, we did talk about this, and I said I think and I said it would be right after this Baltimore game, and mm-hmm. it was like why throw him out for that one, you know? Yeah. But I was like, I could see, so I could see, you know, it, yeah, for me, I'm I'm on the fence with that one, but this is where I meant, like, you know, yeah, I got them at 13 and four, but they were 12 and five. Here you go, right yeah. here, you know, the Chicago game, and, and yeah, so, week 12. Yeah, week 12, take on the, the, the Cleveland Browns, get that win there. Uh, I do have them yeah. dropping one against the Steelers in week 13. Um, then... Dropping drop. another one. Oh, you uh, did the exact same thing. <laughs> another drop <laughs> Two right there. Two straight losses. That's what I got them for. Uh, and then 
they bounce back here versus the Packers at home, get that win in week 15. Week 16, Bengals, sorry, can't hold a candle to them. Uh, 17, they go ahead, beat the Rams at home, yep. and they finish off the season. Shut up, Steelers. We're moving on. Beating them easily. Easily. That's going to be a massacre. You the exact same <laughs> four games. <laughs> okay, oh, you took the Miami game. That's interesting. Yeah, no, I, 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 like I said, I think Miami has a as a sneaky good team. On top of the fact that it's that is a Thursday game on the road in Miami, you're ugh, it's gonna be tough. It's just gonna be a tough fight to to try to get over a, over a defense like that on a short week. I don't see it happening. Hmm. Well, I think that will do it there. I mean, I. Not much more I think we can really say about that. About that, This is one of the toughest divisions in the entire NFL. Uh, I think it's definitely in the top half of divisions. But, yeah, I think Cleveland is that next next team up. Baltimore, you got something to prove. Mm-hmm. Pittsburgh, see you later. Cincinnati, you got a lot of work to do. Two years. Two years away. <laughs> Based off of what they did this past season, they're two years away from being two years away to me. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, wow. that's, gonna, foundationally, that you gotta, you're going to have to tear some things down to rebuild that. So it's just, yeah. we'll get into that. They're going to have to address that line sooner sure. rather than later. Yes. Um, well, we will wrap up this series next week with finally get to talk about the the nfc north <laughs> uh and then and then hey we're here this nfl season regular season will be here right after that the very next week so be on the lookout we will be discussing that next week um yeah and go ahead like rate and subscribe uh and share the podcast with your friends um and yeah we'll catch you guys in the next one have a good night